Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Message Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Oswald, Executive Pastor of TC, back with the lead pastor, Brad Livingston. We're here. John Sapp is with us, Creative Director. Um, we're back. We well, It was yep. me and Nate last week, by ourselves. Yeah. By our lonesome. Yeah. That was good. By our lonesome. So good, we're back. Good time. We're back. Kyle's we're here. here, behind the scenes. That's right. Making things happen, and then... Uh, at some point, Vince might be rolling Vince in. Vince going rolling. We got. It's gonna be a little different episode today. A so, different. Okay, a lot of things are different today. So we said, you know what? It's a crazy day. Let's. It. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of moving parts. I so. mean, since I walked in the door this morning, it's been crazy. Yeah. Me and Kyle been working, running around. I got here early today too. Yeah. I did. Well, early. I mean, sometimes we roll in around nine. I was here probably a little before eight. Yeah. Today, which I like, I was getting. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Stay, I'm trying to. Since the world is a prayer, stick with getting up fairly early. Yeah, yeah. Some days it works. Some days not so much. But I was still yeah. up and out today, so that was good. Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, we're still still was, running, going from that. I was up at five thirty this morning. So that's a uh, that's uh, that's early. Yeah, my alarm yeah. goes off at five fifteen. So Theo will wake up between five forty five and six. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like. That's pretty early, but that's yeah. a kid. That's, that's a kid, kid, thing, yeah. kid thing. Yeah, I'm still on that uh, 21 days of prayer time, so I'm I wake up at four. That's early. Then I wake up at five. <laughs> I'm usually out of bed around five, five fifteen. My alarm is still set for 21 days of prayer too. Yeah, it's yeah. nice though. Honestly, when you get used to it. Yeah, I like the morning. Oh, I get I get plenty done before Ashley even wakes up. I just can't do stuff around the house. I can do a lot. Like, I have to get out of the house. I can't. To me. Uh, no, man. I can grab. I'd go to the living room, make a cup of coffee, and go straight to my office, and I'm. I'm Good to go. I'm knocking stuff out by 530. So they've gotten emails and Slack messages from me at like 545 in the morning. I'm like, I'm glad. I hope their notifications are on silent right now. Yeah, I just can't. To me, my house is not work conducive. Yeah. That's fair. You need, like, separation. I do. In your life. I do. I mean, definitely I, compartmentalize. I have an office at home, so I can literally walk into my office and right. feel like I'm in a different space. Yeah, you don't well, really have like an office. You no, just have like a desk in no, a room. I don't have that anymore. Oh, okay. That, after COVID, I brought my desk here. That's right. Yeah, that's what you need. You need no. Just like a well, desk I thought about it when I'm, I'm, you know, I'm th- I've been talking about remodeling a little bit, like yeah. my bathrooms and my kitchen and stuff. And uh, when I do that, I'm gonna take all the carpet out up upstairs. I have carpet in the bedrooms and the like the little hall and the stairs. I was going to take all that out and do like laminate floor or something. And then I was going to do the second bedroom. I was going to make like an office space. like put a desk in there, a monitor, yeah. the whole yep. thing. And then, you know, still have like a bed or some kind of bed for like, if I get like, yeah, do stay yeah. over. Not, if I <laughs> Sorry, was, but it doesn't happen often. Yeah. If I was, if it was just like me opening my laptop at my kitchen table. Nope. No, that was not, I wouldn't, that wouldn't yeah. fly. I need like like a space, like a desk, you know. So I got. Sorry, me. y'all. I feel like I'm getting sick. Oh. Keep get it. I've been coughing this morning. I don't know what it is, and I feel like I could. I, I sound like it congested a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Get under control, man. <coughs> Sorry. Man. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I have to have like my so, space at the house that yeah. I go to. I can't and I just, get like, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I remodel, I'll probably do that. Do a little something. I even found like. You know, trying to get like, ideas of what I want to do, even yeah. like colors or the bathroom tile, like what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I've been spending a lot of time looking at stuff. And then 
along that you know there's like instagram stuff of these guys with like their minimal office minimalist office type stuff you know that yep. was kind of nice so anyways yeah what's that that may be different but for now it's like i'm trying to sit at the table in the little the dining room table or yeah a little tv tray yeah. on the couch with my computer nah, and i'm I like this ain't working i ain't that discipline man <laughs> i need that i need that discipline i can't do that this ain't working yeah. so yeah. But not that I, I don't really work at home anyways, but... Uh-oh. 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 <coughs> Guys, I'm there coughing. Is. You need to get it together, oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, what's about to happen might help. <laughs> they make it worse. might help a little bit. <laughs> 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 it might make it worse. <laughs> so, do do yeah. we want to talk about Sunday really fast? Bring it, bring it on over here, Vince. Just oh, come wow. on. Let's, yeah. Oh, wow. We do need Uh-oh. to hit Sunday a little bit. Uh-oh. See, Min- which, uh, it's, a, it's a surprise for us. Many of you may remember the burger. The burger challenge. The burger challenge. Well, now, now we have Wingstop. Wing you can just put it right there, Vince. We got to unpack everything. Lord. Wow. We got, don't tell my trainer. Oh. Does he watch? I don't know if he watches or not. But. Say hi, Vince. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Let me taste this. We got some food. Yeah, go ahead and unpack that, and we'll, we'll open the containers and see what we got popping here. So uh, we, had, we had to ship the podcast around, so we got to record <laughs> at lunchtime. I said, well, then we're going to eat lunch on the podcast. But I figure if we're going to eat lunch on the podcast, then we'll, uh, we'll have Whoa. to... Looks like a lot of food. Make it purposeful. Well. So... No shortage of ranch. They got good ranch. That's uh, that's y'all what I do. Wingstop Ranch is phenomenal. That's more ranch. Oh, wow. So, all right, let's see what we got going on. All right, what do we got? Okay, so that's. Wow, look at all this ranch. All right, so we got some. Here we got. We got okay. Some plates and so, stuff. so are we like just testing here. flavors, or what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I what I did what we did is that's that's the box right there. We're gonna have to keep. That's the box. Yeah. So, um, that's the box. So, what I did is we ordered some wings, like regular barbecue, garlic parm, Hawaiian, but then we also got some atomic mango habanero. (laughs) So, some some hot boys. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to test our our level of heat. All right. You want a ranch? We can do Everybody need a ranch. That's for sure. Everybody going to need a ranch. Oh, you need a ranch. Everyone take some napkins if you need some. Yeah, we need, need and then I also got, you know, some some sandwiches. Oh, are we pausing? No. No. Okay. okay. This, this, we knew going into this podcast episode, this it's is going to be, be very organic. Yeah, and, there's a, just and there's a lot going on right now. Like, we, we have delivery showing up. <laughs> we, we got, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... I'm taking a fork So we're just uh, we're not going to edit none of, we're not going to edit none of this out. We're just no, gonna, this is going to you're going to get like the whole thing. This so, is it. Yeah. Fork and a knife. All right. Whoever. Yeah, I'll take a fork too. That sandwich in front of you, Vince, you can cut that bad boy in half. You and John can split it. Um, oh, we have a sandwich oh, too. Oh, we have a sandwich? Yeah. Do you have a knife? Wow. I'm so, glad I brought a factor meal today. <laughs> yeah. I did. Justin, I'm touching your half of the sandwich. You just got to be okay with that. Well, there you go. Sorry, right, I have a clean eats meal for later today, so. Yeah, no, I'm glad. So, so your sandwich is different. No, they're the same. They're both garlic parm sandwiches. Oh, Ooh, the garlic parm. Garlic parm sandwiches. Mm. I guess I'll take this piece that fell onto the thing. It didn't, right, it didn't matter go. really to me. All right, we're gonna start with the sandwich. We can if we want to. So this is like just taste testing, huh? Yeah. So we just we just you know we're we're eating lunch on the podcast while we talk about Sunday is really how this is gonna go. So. Uh, 
The one thing I did want to do the sandwiches is, you know, people, it's been, the Popeye's Chick-fil-A thing was running for a while, and if you hadn't had a Wingstop sandwich yet. I haven't. That's my first time. It, <laughs> that, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's a good sandwich. That's a good sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. It's obviously not as good as Chick-fil-A. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, but it's got a lot more spices, I feel like. Well, it's garlic parm, right? Mm-hmm. A lot more going on, you know? But, like... Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle's over there. My mouth is watering right now. While you guys Kyle, are you can this. have some of his food, Kyle. Okay. Kyle's coming in on camera. At some point. I mean, it's very good. Here's the problem. Between this right and Popeye's, it's, it's different. It is different. Yeah, no, it's, it's not the same thing. So I got, of the hot category... I got every. We got five wings of each flavor, so even Kyle can get in on on the let's action go. here. Oh man! All, All right. right. So. All right. Do we want to start hot and let's see what we got going on yeah, here? Yeah, I would encourage you to leave some of your sandwich because that bread's going to help you uh, deal with some of the yeah. the heat. We might be in a, uh, some type of way after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to need a break after this. Yeah. <clears throat> so. <That> break. <laughs> We're just going to be ending the podcast. Right. Yeah. So. For those of you guys watching, I'm curious to know what your favorite wing flavors are. Let me tell y'all what I get from from Wingstop on a normal on a normal order. Okay. Um, I love their um, what's that dry rub? I just lost it. The Cajun, like the Nashville. I've been in the, I've been into um, dry rub stuff lately. I used to just like their plain mild because it's pretty spicy. Um, but their garlic parm is good too because I like a dr- it's a dry rub. Yeah. Um, but there's another one. I don't know if it's Cajun or Louisiana or something. It's, it's probably it's like, pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we got here. Them boys are red. Yeah, we got Atomic. Those are red, red. <laughs> We've got Atomic Spicy Q, Korean Q. Oh, that one's good. I've <laughs> and, had that one before. Uh, I don't remember what that one is. No, oh, this Atomic. One. It's probably Atomic. So. If Tim Williams is watching, don't make fun of us. Tim White. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's going, get that ranch out of there, you <laughs> bunch of sissies. All right. So there's the there's the heat ones right there, fellas. Right here. Yep. So I think we got Atomic, mm. Mango Habanero, All right. Spicy Q, and then, or maybe this is Atomic and that's regular hot. I think oh, that's God. Atomic that's regular hot. So, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I need to start with whatever the hottest is yeah, so I can. I think it's, the, I got a feeling it's going to be this one. All right. All right. Let me get one. All right, Vince, get in there. Where's Kyle's I'm plate? Cu- I'm cutting mine in half. Here, give me Kyle's plate. I'm going to put one of each one of them on I'm there for cut, so I'm, he can, I'm he can do what mine. he's got to do behind the camera. I'm I cutting got you, mine Kyle. in half. A little boneless right. bone wing. First of all, I also don't do oh. bone. I don't normally do boneless. I don't normally do boneless because <laughs> those <laughs> are... probably the best thing to do, honestly. I cut mine in half, bro. You're going hard. Hard in the paint, bro. I mean, people actually buy this and eat it, so like, it can't be that hot, right? So I think the bright red. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you try? That, that one. <laughs> that mug is hot. <laughs> Don't think so. This one? Yeah. It's hot. But Are you going to eat the rest of it? It tastes like it? hot Cheetos. It tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't. That thing is. <laughs> All right, so. Are you going to eat the rest of it? Or you want me to try it? You want me to eat part of that? Go, yeah, eat it. Go this ahead. one right here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
All right, so I, I think this is atomic. I must have got a uh, one of them little flakes or something. Nope. Yeah, see? <laughs> so this is the hottest flavor on the menu. I don't know, man. Mm-mm. The dark red one. The dark, the dark red, red one. Yeah. That's hot. Uh, you know, I so thought here's it was the thing about all the wing flavors honestly, is they linger. Yeah, honestly, I thought it would be hotter. Let me tell you. It's, yeah. the, it's a linger heat. Big... <clears throat> Man, you and John are sissies. No, man. no, that's hot though. No, here's <laughs> the, here's the thing. I think I could get used to that, honestly. Yeah, that ain't bad. Yeah, I, I don't think I could get I used to that. I don't, I don't even think I'm that. Just looked at you like what? I don't even think I'm that sensitive to hot. Really? Well, here's but. the thing. I like hot as long as it tastes good. If it's just Agreed. hot to be hot, and that's pretty good. I could get used to that. There's honestly. barbecue, garlic parm, and Hawaiian in this thing. Just oh, to like, I'm gonna sweeten it up. Yeah, in between yeah. the heat. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was helping y'all out. I normally don't Whatever do this. Is this don't looks do like boneless? Too, but Are y'all boneless eaters? No, I mean I would prefer, yeah, prefer. a bone-in wing. Um, oh, that's the way dark meat. But I understand for this purposes, mm. us trying to eat a bunch of flats. You know? Well, and not that we're advertising for Wingstop, but if y'all want to pay us, you so. can get twenty boneless <laughs> wings and an order of fries and two ranches for sixteen ninety nine. Mm. So that's pretty good deal. Yeah, you really can't yeah. beat that. I got to feed. Five knuckleheads today. Yeah. So. Listen. All right, the atomic. Atomic's not. It wasn't that bad. It was hot on the front. Okay. But, but wait, which one's that one? That's mango habanero. Oh, I can't wait for that. One. Oh, that one's hot. That's too. my favorite. That's my favorite. That wing one's sneaky that. hot. Yeah, it is. Oh. Like it, it tastes good at first, and then like it, it heats up if at the sweet end. Sweet and hot. I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, that's. I'm the same way. The if it's problem sweet is first, we're dunking it in ranch. That's probably not getting a good accurate. Oh, we're just getting I don't it. I don't even care. He's getting it either way. Man, that's my favorite. Mango Hominer is my favorite. I should have got more of these. Ooh. Yeah, Mango Hominer, that's, that's not, I mean, that's good. It's good, but about the third one in, you're <clears> like, <throat> Yeah, him, Rick, Michael Worcestershire, just roasted, I know. Um, Jake Hedden, I think. Was Jake Hedden. They all got him on a... A Tuesday one time, they had never had them before, and I was like, all right, fellas, it's a linger heat, and boy, they all came to me. My lips were burning for like 20 minutes after. Mm. Well, see, that's the thing, though. We're eating them on a fork. When you got normal wings, your lips are all on it and everything, yeah. and that's where, it gets, that's where it gets hot. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, that's crazy. What did you say in here? I could order that. Some garlic pond. This looks like some, some mango habanero? Yeah. This looks like some general chicken. Where? It's not. <laughs> Maybe. The sweet mango habanero is very sweet. <clears throat> what are y'all eating for lunch? Wherever y'all are, <laughs> or dinner. Drop it in the comments. That's regular hot, I think. This? Mm-hmm. That's definitely regular hot. Because that, that atomic also, one. I'm also full already. That atomic one lit me up. Is that, what is that one? I know it's the spicy Korean Q. Okay, yeah, let me get one of that. One of those. <coughs> I don't think this one's nearly as hot as the, the hot What's Korean one. Q mean? What's the, what's Remember Q? Korean barbecue, probably? So, yeah. That's not bad. No, that, that Korean one's good, too. It's a good flavor. Let's try that 
Get on in there, Vince. So we're just eating on our podcast is yeah. what, what's happening. We're, uh, so let's talk about Sunday. This sounds seems weird. We all moved through the flavors here. Now we're going to move through the flavors of relationships. Flavors of wow. relationships. Good segue, John. Uh, yeah, so Sunday was a good day. It was a good day. Yeah. Got a lot of feedback. Really? A lot of good feedback. When's your, um, when's your small group? On Wednesdays, uh, okay. Wednesday afternoons. So y'all hadn't talked about it yet. What's up? Y'all haven't talked about it yet. No, and we're you know first Wednesday is this this week. So, mm. but I mean we're we're technically Talk talking about seconds. Sundays through uh, church center and stuff. Yeah. So and a lot of feedback coming in already. Texting, yeah. Well, you got it one was already. there. Yeah, it was there. <clears throat> yeah. The Korean barbecue is good too. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single one. Yeah. There's I mean, I ain't met a wing I never, I ain't met a wing I didn't like. Really? It's like pizza. Well, yeah. I think there was like that one time at uh, Beef O'Brady, not Beef O'Brady's. Was it Beef O'Brady's? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, they undercooked them. Mm-hmm. They're like raw. I'm not a fan of lemon pepper wings. You're not? I'm not either. No, I was. I think that's it. I. They're not bad. I thought as a black guy, and I. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I thought as a black guy, you like lemon pepper. Is that a racial stereotype? Yeah, I've, I've never heard that. Really? Oh wow! Wait, you never heard that? I've never heard that. <laughs> I, I, I know I, I heard, heard it. it. I just didn't say nothing. I heard them when they order at the wing stop in line. It's a whole lot of lemon pepper. Real talk. This is the and, first and podcast you've that, been on. Yeah. And I thought you was gonna hit me when I invited you. I thought you were gonna hit me with the like, bro. You brought me on for the chicken podcast. Like, oh wow. I did think about it. I was like, <laughs> like, so you got the black dude carrying the bags in? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, I had an idea for a, a segment on this show. Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> I won't say it now. <laughs> Time out. Time out. He got a lot of let's, let's say I workshopped. I workshopped if this was a good idea or not. And most people said, no, I shouldn't do it. So I'm not going to say what it is. But I still gather questions that I would ask in this segment. I can say what it is. I'm okay with that. Okay. So <laughs> my, my question was, you know, and, and, and being that we're a diverse community yeah. at church, especially after um, the last couple of years, you know, there was like some uh, civil unrest stuff and all this, right? And there was questions from people that, from one race to another and those type of things, right? So I thought as an educational segment, we would have on our podcast a segment called Ask a Minority. Where we <laughs> <laughs> well, there's my... <laughs> That's what everyone said. <laughs> what everyone, said. <laughs> everyone said. Everyone said, the premise sounds kind of good. You might want to call it something else. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Yeah. And it wasn't to pick on, make fun of a minority. It was like, from your perspective, from like, what is it like, and have real, have questions like, as a minority, how do you view this issue or something? Where like people that live in the majority may not see it that way, and it's almost like enlighten us on things we don't get or something like that. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That was kind of the idea of it. Everyone's response was, "It sounds very tokenism-y." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we never, I never mentioned it. I didn't want to look like you know. 
you know, I, I say stuff sometimes where it, cross, it, it borders on the line, and I don't mean it any type of way. No. Um, but in my head, I was just like, that's just, it's an obvious. I was thinking like SNL. It's the obvious name for the skit. Let's ask a minority this question. DeMarcus Horn, that goes to our church. I went to ask him. He busts out laughing. He's like, I think you need a new name on it. You know, and I was like, that's fair. So, uh. I don't know what that has to do with Sunday, but yeah, here we are. Um, I don't know how we got on that. <laughs> oh, lemon pepper. Yeah. <laughs> lemon pepper. So that would have been a topic for that segment, well, whatever we will call it. He's saying lemon pepper, and it's like, man, I, I, you know, I thought, and I, that sounds like very generalization, so now very please make, make fun of white people, you know. Feel st- free to. Stereotype white people. But yeah. I was like, I thought, because I, I love lemon pepper, so I was like, I thought black people like lemon pepper, and maybe some do, and you just don't. That's so a, uh, it, that's okay, right? I mean, yeah, hello. It's not my favorite flavor. Well, sometimes it's like it's almost like there's not enough on it, like enough seasoning. For me, it almost feels like it's too much. Too really? lemony. Yeah. Too lemony. Oh, oh. Too not enough pepper. Mm. Now I've had lemon pepper and like buffalo mixed, and I I, I was getting down with that. Lemon okay. pepper and buffalo. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel the same way. Like I like dry rub. They're at at Buffalo Wild Wings. They have a buffalo dry rub, and it's good. And sometimes it's almost like when they pull the the, the wings out of the the grease. Mm. It's like they wait too long to hit it with the seasoning, and it doesn't stick to it very well. Uh-huh. Versus, you know, and that's when it's always better when it like coats it. Better. Yeah. Hey, uh, so Sunday, John. Oh yeah, Sunday. Uh, do you think you can get us some like drinks? <laughs> Bro, we had a conversation before we came on there too about <clears throat> about getting drinks. I know I had I to, brought uh, two, so I don't know what y'all want to. Just whatever, you, whatever you want me to want me to have. How about that? I ain't gonna fuss. So Sunday, Sunday, Sunday was a great day, man. It was a good day. No, it really was. It was uh, even. I was talking to some people after. I don't. I'm gonna be. I want to generalize in a way because I don't want to put their business out there. But it was cool to see. I was talking to a group of younger people and how it um, uh, uh, impacted them. Yeah. And I don't mean younger like teenager, like young mid twenties. Mm. But um, one of the people had been through a, a divorce. I didn't know that uh, okay. from this person, and it, it kind of spoke to them because I was real hard on them last year. You know, they going through some stuff. Mm. Um, so it's just kind of cool to see the response from different, you know, different age groups and all that stuff. Um, so I thought that was cool. Of course, that seems to be the theme lately with any message, you know, that, that we're, that we're doing. Yeah. It's speaking to people regardless of the, of the age. Yeah. And that's a big honor that we have at our church. Like, I think our ability to culturally and from a communication standpoint, Cross so many, <laughs> cross so many um, boundaries, or line, not lines, but <clears throat> like the message can speak to sixty-five and sixteen. Like, it does, yeah. That's a big. That's a that's a, a special thing. Um, but the culture is also healthy for sixty-five and sixteen. You know, so it's not just our messages, but mm-hmm. you know, events, you and the worship team. It's like to watch someone like Lee be like in it for worship late 60s you know lee yep yep Lee. Um, okay and you know late 60s consumed by worship crying you know tears flowing holy jesus holy spirit moment yep 
Um, and he's but, he's and they're newer to us. Yeah, and to look across the auditorium and see all the Nate and the students at 14 years old, like yeah. having the same experience is just super super special. Super you cool. know, um, and yeah, I know you guys work really hard to cultivate that atmosphere. That's just really special. You that know, is special. Uh, <clears throat> so during the message, uh, I was sitting towards the back, and. Um, there was somebody behind me. I don't. I didn't look back because I didn't want to like make them feel uncomfortable or anything. Right. But they were like, uh, <clears throat> when you were saying, uh, "Don't make God your side piece," <laughs> he just went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I, it, it. I feel like everyone collectively did that, but like he was really loud about it, and I was like, <laughs> huh. "Sometimes you gotta say something like that to get the point across." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, because that's how. That's how people act sometimes, you know. Yeah. Or you said something like, um, "Just that like we've all in, we've all encountered people who, you know, <clears throat> pray, pray, pray. I need a new job. I need a better job. Whatever." And they get everybody they know praying. The whole church is praying, and everybody's praying. And then God answers the prayer, and then they're not at church for two years anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you kind of alluded to that. Like, don't let what you were praying for. I don't replace, know how you said it, but God, replace yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and that I think that's very common. Um, goes back to the guy I've been listening to. I don't want to mention it, but you know what? I, the stuff I've been listening to, he he mentioned something where it's like prayer is. This was just yesterday. He was saying something about prayer being is the point of prayer is to be close to God, and he was like, it's not about saying these ritualistic Hail Marys or something. And he said, yes, God is good, and occasionally He answers prayers even like that. But the prayer is not to get your stuff answered. Yeah. The purpose of prayer is to be close to God. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's just kind of powerful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and then so often it is used as a gimme, 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 and then you get it, and then you're like, all right, God, I'm going to put you over there now. Yeah. yeah thanks for that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think, and, and I don't know, but I would think people that have the best prayer life treat it almost like not prayer, like, okay, I'm in this spot. Let me pray now. And, you know, my hands are like this or whatever. It's just like this ongoing conversation with God all day long. Yeah. When you're in the car, when you're, the, you know what I mean? Like, even though, yeah. even though some of it may not be completely verbal, but even in your head a little bit, which I know you say like thoughts aren't prayers, but I mean, thoughts can be, sure. I mean, God knows our thoughts, right? They can be prayers. But I get, when we say that, what we're teaching is don't let it just be that. But, um, <clears throat> you know, so I think there's just something to that. I imagine people that's just all day long this conversation yeah that's kind of the pray without ceasing in a sense right i mean yeah, exactly that's what i was gonna say yeah it's like <clears throat> you're not just coming to god where it's meal time or i need something or whatever but i feel yeah. like that's a that's a big thing now though i was like i was thinking about it after 21 days of prayers like when has prayer become so transactional with god right my thing is and i've i've always dealt with this i feel guilty about praying for stuff sometimes because i feel like especially in the in the when you put my life your life our lives in context with the rest of the world mm. how good do i have it you know what i'm saying like and so i'm gonna use me because i'm talking about me like in that like i have it i have like god has blessed me you know what i mean like and it's it's there's something to and then when you put it in the context of the rest of the world, just even, you know, I think I heard someone say, like, if you make, like, $12,000 a year in context with the world, you're, like, in the top 1% of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. 
Like that just puts it in like there's so many people out there who don't know where their next meal's going gonna come from today or yeah. whatever. And it's like I have food at home to eat or I have yeah. enough I can buy food today or whatever. So sometimes I feel guilty when it comes to prayer. At least praying for myself for stuff. You know, like there are things I desire in life or whatever, but I feel like at the end of the day I have it so good mm-hmm. yeah. that it's like it's I feel guilty sometimes. When I think too like I don't remember. There used to be a uh, missions statistic, and but and I don't remember the exact percentage. It was in the high eighties. It was like <clears throat> if you own a pair of shoes, you're right. in like the eighty eighth percentile of the world. That's like, wild. That's crazy. To I think got a about. closet full of them. <laughs> oh, I, you know I, what I mean? I'm, like, I, yeah, me too. So it's like that. That uh, is is a. Uh, so it, it does make prayer. Well, it, at least I, I feel like it, it. At least humbles me in a sense where I'm not like. I try to be grateful, you know, even like if I'm on my way out to a nicer dinner or something, like I'm grateful that I can go to this, you know, or, or whatever, you know, I was joking the other day, I, I needed a new suit. I need a new suit. And I bought one uh, this weekend. I bought it half off from, mm-hmm. from Dillard, right? Uh, you know, Dill- I don't like men's warehouse. I think they're, I just don't like the quality of the clothes there. Uh, and, but it's also a $200 suit. Now, not to despite, like I'm, Two hundred dollars is a lot of money. Yep. You know, suits are expensive. Yep. I just don't like the the men's warehouse suits. The problem is suits get really expensive, right? Yeah. So I've bought a suit before from Dillard's, same thing, half off last year, and um, I, I really like the the, the the quality, the material, the whole thing, and it looks nicer than I do have a men's warehouse suit, and it looks nicer on me, it just fits better. Anyways, um, like I just felt blessed when I went. Like I one, I felt blessed because I'm looking through the guys like. The guy's like out of the normal colors, black, dark, navy, gray. In my size, they only had like four things to choose from. And he's like, in a couple of weeks, all the spring stuff's coming out. You ought to just come back. But they did have in other sizes that whole bunch of half off <clears throat> stickers. Mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, anything in my size half off? He's like, no, nah, the normal colors, they don't put on sale like that. So I'm looking, and there happens to be one more at the end of the rack in my size that had a... Uh, half off it was a blue not as a dark navy normal it had a little bit of stripes in it nice looking you know that i can wear to normal stuff yeah and i put the jacket on it fit i was like done done i'm like that alone i felt this is a blessing like yeah you know my size is a little strange so there wasn't much to choose from anyways so i just try to be grateful in all those areas right 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 right. no i'm with you on that but it is i do feel guilty sometimes when it's like stuff for myself so i i honestly i don't pray a lot for myself for stuff like for that you know, I I don't I don't have a need for a job right now. Like you know, and I get people do. So that's not a I'm not better. I just right. It I'm, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's, I, currently, I don't need a, a job or anything like that. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm satisfied and happy and, and grateful for where God has me. So, um, but like personal stuff. Going back to the house, like I was wanting to buy a house last year, a new a new place, and have yep. an investment property or remodel. I don't even spend time praying about that because I feel guilty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's like I feel guilty. Like, what God, am I praying? Works, what am I happen. praying for? Like, at the end of the day, it's yeah. it's like when there's people that I know have real needs. Yeah. You know, we have, we know there's people in our church that have you know cancer and health needs. It's like I don't. I'd rather spend time praying for them. You know what I mean? But I think the healthy perspective we can have when it comes to those types of things is like, you know, I always teach people prayer. The whole point of prayer is to do two things, or two things. The whole point of prayer is two things. One is to connect you with God relationally. Yeah. So it's like you're building this connection with God. And the second thing is, is prayer is a divine invitation from God himself to partner with the Holy Spirit for what he wants to accomplish. Yeah. So like when we're, when we're, when 
God places something on our heart to pray for, even if it is like a home, it's like, okay, I think the best way we can think about it is in our blessing and in our luxury um, and in our, the, um, <clears throat> is the word I'm looking for, but um, abundance, like uh, in that, what are the doors you may want to open for me to be able to use my abundance and my surplus and my extra to be a greater asset to the kingdom. Right, right. So, right. It's like, yeah. so when God's like, if God is putting on your heart to like buy a new, buy another house so that you can rent out your current house and now you have two properties. It's not so that you can build Justin Oswald's kingdom. It's, no. it's so that you like, you think about it like, no, if, my- you were, if, you, if you were able to bring in an extra... Twelve or eighteen thousand dollars a year. How much more could you do in the kingdom of God? Right. And I know, I know you think that way. I'm of just course. talking about for the listeners and for the watchers. It's yeah, like- my and my goal, and and I don't mind. You know, I think it's important we talk about this. Just like you said, Sunday the church ought to talk about sex more. We even, we should talk about finances more. Absolutely. You know, my personal goal. I think I'm good with money. I'm better with other. I'm better with the church's money than I am my own. Money, <laughs> number one. But I think I think I'm good with money. Can but, confirm. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. my goal is I want financial freedom in my life because when you have financial freedom, me and Nate talked about this last week, but when you have financial freedom, you have freedom yeah. to do other yeah. things. When I do see someone, you know, when I do see the GoFundMe for someone that's g- going through something, you know, or whatever, like I can, I can give to that as much as, you know, you'd like without it impacting you. Or I remember being a kid when my parents divorced, you know, when it was time for school clothes shopping is what me and Nate were talking about last week. You know, it's hard when it's, you got to do clothes for school. It's hard on mom that's working. It's like, yeah. I don't want those things to be a part of my life. Right. If yeah. if when I have kids and if my kids need something, I just want to be able to get it without it hurting the family budget. Right. You know, I think it's important for people to take vacations as a family. I don't, you know, I don't want to go into debt to take my family to vacation. I just want to be able to do it once a year or whatever the case is. So to me, I, I want financial freedom to make me more free to then be like even the Dave Ramsey talked is to be more generous. In those right. areas. So in order to be financially free, I'm trying to be smart in the business sense. And you could do that through real estate and things like that. So yeah. that's why I, that's why I, you brought that up just for clarity's sake. But um, yeah, so I, that's why I say, I think for, you know, for all everyone out there, it's like, I think ambition and the Holy Spirit can lead you to be ambitious and to want to generate wealth. If our heart is God, you can trust me with more because I want to be a greater asset to the kingdom. Right. And right. I think that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't, I don't believe in the, uh, the, the poverty theology, which is like, if you're going to follow God, you need to dress like John the Baptist and, you know, and like yeah. have wool and, you know, only have a sash cloth or whatever. Like, I don't think like any of those Focus things are reality. Yeah. Like you need to, I think you should, um, if God calls you to that. Now there are some people that God does call to remote areas and to live, um, you know, in, in what we would call a, a poverty area and they're not going to build a mansion and then try to minister to poor people, right? Like God's going to call them to have what the community has so that they can reach the community. But I think that it's okay. And when God opens a door for us to pray for well, whatever he's putting on our hearts, it's like we're partnering with the Holy Spirit to accomplish his will. And whatever his answer is, we're, we're content with because that's his answer. You know? Well, yeah, and it's like you got to be thankful for that because, I mean, we know from – well, you mentioned it Sunday. So we we you mentioned Sunday um, about the Imagine campaign. Someone in our church recently mm-hmm. that God spoke to them. They had some some stuff happen in their life, and they wrote the church a two hundred thousand dollar check. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
like, amen for that, you know, and then <laughs> not, and then take it away from our church. Like we know from other churches we're connected to with these, what I'll use the term high capacity givers, these Christian businessmen. And that's the thing about gifts. That's why it's important. The gift of giving. A lot of these guys have this unique ability to go generate wealth. Yeah, that that four of us may not even have, like we don't have. It's their they're, calling. It's their calling. They're yeah. not their ministry is not to ever serve in the church on a Sunday, maybe or maybe it is. But when they go out in the world and they put their hands to stuff, it generates wealth. And then thank God for that because we know from reports we get from other churches and stuff. I mean, there's a church up in uh, uh what's what's the uh, the Ketterlings? What's that church? Um, oh man, the one the, the Kingdom Builder stuff. Is that I just in, lost them. my train of thought of who that church is. They're um, not in Vegas. No, no, no. It's like Minneapolis. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, River Valley. River we Valley. do some River Valley worship song. River Valley. Okay. They've, they've given like hundreds of millions above and beyond their budget and tithe because of how they preach about generosity mm-hmm. but how and they also have people in the church who have gone out and then they believe in that and yeah. you know these business guys that, that gave above and beyond their tithe and kind of like the guy here that, that gave the two hundred thousand dollars that wasn't a tithe now let's for the record his tithe is not that kind of money all the time like he, something sure. something special happened um but he gave that to the imagine campaign you know because yes. they made a That's pledge huge. and all that um but it's like man you got to have those type of believers as well like we all play a part in this yeah, so yeah. huge so yeah 100 <clears throat> percent. that's why it's so special man so i think that you know I, I think we can pray for abundance we can believe for abundance we can do all those things when our heart is that we want to be a greater asset to the kingdom and that can be part of our prayer life so for the listener out there it's like you don't have to feel guilty and i know that wasn't your intent no, I, mean, no, so yeah. I want to encourage the, the listeners i'd say you don't have to feel guilty about praying that god would give you more when if that's your heart that you want to use more for more you know it's like so but yeah yeah but and then we dealt with relationships on Sunday, and yeah. uh, quite a doozy. You hear something funny? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> when you when you were up there, you were talking about it at the point when you got to talking about our staff about when you're talking about keeping stuff off the calendar and you had to say no or whatever. At least in the in the eight thirty service, when you got to that point, you looked over at me, and I thought you were going to use me being single as a <laughs> as a as a illustration to your message. Because you had like a smile, like, I'm going to have to use you in this. And uh, you're the sacrificial lamb for this. Um, but you went on talking about the staff, you know, when we try to say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which I, I, for some reason, I thought, oh, God, he's about to, you know, throw me out there. You know, not that yeah. I, I, people know I'm single, but um, I, I don't know. It, in my head, it connected with what you were else you were saying. I got you. About how, like, you got to be careful. Yeah. You know, like. You know, I don't remember what you said. We were talking about the idea that, like, just because someone pops up, you don't need to be so thirsty that you're you're just willing to say yes to everything. You know, right? And I thought you were going to say like something along those lines. Justin, no, yeah, yeah, but no, no. no. But y'all know, y'all know, I don't do that. Like, I don't do that. No, that's very true. And it's not because, and that's why you, you know, I'll say not that I can't. It's just, but like, I'm quick to kind of judge the, situ- the situation yeah and uh, yeah. and i thought that's what you were gonna say but you didn't and i'm kind of yeah. glad you didn't i guess but um <laughs> <laughs> i thought that's what you're gonna say it's like you know yeah which is funny yeah so no, I thought that was funny. yeah we didn't we didn't do that well yeah we did talk about that whole idea of just like in your relationships like or for people that are single it's like i mean you don't need to be so ready to say yes as a matter of fact you should be in a, almost a default no 
and someone has to jump those hurdles to get to your yes. Right, you know what I mean? Right, it's like right, usually right. if someone comes in your life, because it's so easy, it's so easy to let the wrong person in if you're just ready to say yes. Yeah. And it's like you should almost be like, hold on, you need to got to make sure you can. We can rock in the same like, well, <laughs> like and serving, yeah, loving God, and, and like. Yeah. You that's know. the beauty too. Like there are parts of me, like I, honestly, you know, at the end of the day, if I went back twenty years, like, I would not have picked to not be married at my age. Like I would not have picked to be singing this song. But there's a part of me that's thankful. For, like I'm not young twenties. I'm far beyond far. mentally. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like so way even, beyond your twenties. What I'm saying is like early forties, really. Even the quote unquote, okay. <laughs> the games you got to play. You know, no, true, 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 true. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I, I feel like when the right person comes along, you know it faster without it being like how the kids do. They're like, oh, this is true love, and it's like, well, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not. Or well, whatever. Yeah. I think you. I think the older you get, and the more wise you, the more wisdom you have in this season of life is. I think you can assess knows a lot easier mm. right and not even waste emotional right oh yeah like waste the emotional damage of like well maybe if you know it's like it, literally we're dealing i was working on this sunday's sermon this morning and kind of in the same vein of you know uh, of what we're talking about right now but it's like not wasting the emotional investment um in the dating well, world you know well because it can be draining and you know you could try to force something out of just you know, and that's why I, that's why I also have gotten very good at. I don't listen to anyone else, even like even down to my parents in a sense. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like you know, my parents are like, "Oh, we're gonna have grandkids," and it's like if I listen to that and let that affect me, <clears throat> sure. do I pick the wrong person just to make everyone else in my life happy? Yeah. I'm just not interested in doing that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. So I think there's something to that in a sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're a hot commodity out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey, have y'all seen the thing on TikTok now? Uh, the Dinks. So I'm sorry. Dinks. <laughs> you said it twice, that? but I don't know what you're saying. It, it's a. It's a. It's a. I've never seen it. I, I'm. It's very it, uncomfortable. <laughs> the direction of this conversation right now. <laughs> no, it's the acronym stands for dual income, no kids. Okay. Married couples that are like 20s, Ooh. 30s, 40s, but don't it. have kids yet. Got it. They're classified. They're called dinks and which is really <laughs> stupid it sounds stupid sure but no there, there's a there's a whole move of people sounds concerning when your executive pastor says it on a podcast is what it sounds no no there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole move of people and no, I, I, dis I disagree with them what they're making the case almost against the nuclear family is kind of what i feel like it's attacking in a sense where it's like because they'll get on the tiktok and it's like you know it's saturday and guess what we're doing well we're not at the two-year-old down the street's birthday party. We're having brunch, and it's like, we have all this extra money because we're dual income, no kids. We're not spending our money on kids. We can do whatever we want. We vacation where we want. The kids don't, you know, yeah. and it's like... More power to them. And it's like, I guess, right? But it's like, a lot of the conservative people, like the conservative commentator, the Daily Wire guys, are, are starting to bash these. It's like, man, you're missing the whole point. It's like, what about your legacy? And like, kids are incredible. You know, the whole, the whole sure. thing. And now there's even worse. These... Um, I've only seen women do it. That's why I'm not, I'm not, I've only seen women do it. But it's like there was a 31 year old woman got on her TikTok and was like, um, 
encouraging other women to get divorced. She was like, this is the best thing ever. I got married too young and I divorced and look at, I'm so glad now I'm 31. I have a little bit of money, but I'm still hot and I can do whatever I want and da da da. And this is the life we should be living. And it's like, okay, whatever. So then there's that side of it. Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, but yeah, thanks. Interesting. Learn something du- new every Dual day. income, no kids is what it stands for. Gotcha. I was All right. very concerned there for just a minute. Just I a guess minute. I'm a sink. <laughs> single income, no kids. <laughs> single income, no spouse. Yeah, oh, sins. I don't like that. You gotta yeah. watch out for the sins. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch, watch out, out for the sins. sins. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. So I thought that was. Uh, yeah. Thought that was funny. No, I feel that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I don't know, man. Uh, it's been. It's. I, it's. I, I feel like this series is gonna. It's gonna be good. I think it's gonna really help a lot of people, which is so necessary. You know, just. Just. Especially the younger generation. When I say young, I'm talking probably millennials and younger, I think, more so than anything else, because we've gotten most of our dating advice from social media. And it's like, that's such a dangerous thing to do. Yeah, that's wild. Because I never got any relationship advice from my parents. And I also came from a broken home. So it was like. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think I really did either. I mean, but would would we? Should I don't we? know. You know what I mean? I like, mean, my well, dad. I think, yeah, it's... you know, my dad said something along the lines <laughs> of like, you know, if you don't want to have a baby too soon, you know what you got to do, or <laughs> you know, something like that, like or not do, you right know, on you know dad. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the radio got turned back up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that you know we we most assuredly have a responsibility to our families to I think we have a responsibility to our families to do better. Right, that's especially I, in Christian circles, that's man. The, like, that's along the lines I was. Just I think Christian about. parents are just like their their whole approach to sex is like, don't do it, and uh, it's like, yeah, how's that? Work? We have such an unhealthy paradigm of sex, particularly in the church world and in Christian <laughs> homes. Yeah, I was literally just talking to one of the men in our church whose teenage son's going through some stuff right now uh, around the same conversation, you know, and he was telling me what his conversation with his son was like, and I literally was like, listen, man. I was like, if you think the, what were you thinking? How dare you conversation is going to work for this? You're wrong. Yeah. If you can, no if you can take this conversation and go, everything you're experiencing is normal. And it's actually designed by God for you to have an attraction to women, to see them as beautiful and for it to generate feelings in your body that you can't quite describe right now. And the appeal for it, I said, now what your job is, is not to convince him not to have those things because that's not going to work. And then he's going to feel like a failure. And then he's going to be consumed by shame because I just can't master this purity. Well, because they exist. Be, they're because they, they're God given, right? Like, yeah. so um, rather than doing that, what you need to help him understand is that all of those things are good things. They just have boundaries around them. And there's a gate to experiencing them and that gate is marriage. Yeah. And that's why he needs to be working on himself to become the person that's worthy of marrying the his future spouse so that whenever he meets her he can be ready for her as opposed to trying to convince 
our teenagers not to have sexual feelings. It's like God made hormones. God, like, oh, and I say teenagers or young adults or well, and adults. It, and it's or, a hard thing. <laughs> we're, we're back to the purity culture and some of this where it's, oh, it's all about God. behavior. Yeah. My, I, at the end of the day, the behaviors may have changed, but the, if the heart's still correct in the right and the wrong spot, it, I mean, it's, it's wrong. You know, and it, it leads to the, the issue in the church that I've always found to be so interesting, and I don't know, I don't know, I guess there's an answer, but I don't know the answer. We take the kids, you got to get married, and that's why they get married so dang young yeah. in the church. And like, you're not ready to get married, though. You're 19. But like, yeah, but you said. Well, I think, <laughs> you said. I think that, I mean, I think that it can be, you know, it's like a catch 22 in that. I think it's like, I think that. I think young people can get married younger if they came from homes that cultivated those conversations at an early enough age. I think what we see in the young people nowadays is that the homes aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for the in the history of the world, well, people were getting married at fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. So the, like, well, they were also marrying thirty-year-olds, which was that's a in some in some cases, <laughs> yeah, sure. But uh, but the reason I say all that is is that. A, which I'm not advocating the for culture. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that clarity. Hey, yeah. um, for A, uh, that, um, you know, they didn't have as much to deal with, social media, internet, oh, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So there, there's those things. B, divorce was never an option. So the arranged marriage was set up and that was who you were like. They, you almost didn't have to love them. Like you were committed to them. It was a covenant. Like, so those, there is a number of those things going on. And I think in homes we have not had healthy conversations around sex and marriage and relationships therefore um, people are coming in with such a such a significant amount of uh, baggage or a lack of conversations Um, you know so it's like uh, and now I mean by the time we get to Gen Z getting married you know it'll it'll be full-blown well if you don't love them anymore Get rid of them, find a new one, and when you stop loving them, get rid of them. Like, yeah, I mean, or, or yeah, they're they're, they're, they're not even yeah. that. They're they're on whole. I mean, they're in the schools now. I mean, it's everything's a spectrum, and I'm not even of this or I'm a. Uh, yeah. What are y'all talking about? Marry like, your cat or whatever. Like that's the future of secular yeah. society, which is why this is a different podcast. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think every Christian parent needs to be exploring and looking for opportunities for Christian education for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, and matter of fact, I'm working on something right now. I'll kind of let the cat out of the bag. We're working on something right now so that we can introduce parents in our church, at least to the, um, funding to send their kids to Christian education where they don't have to out of pocket all of it. So there's actually opportunities out the there. Vouchers, so, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, so there's a number of programs that exist where you can take your tax dollars and reapply that to your kid to have Christian education instead of public education. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be introducing some of those things. I think it's really, really important. But we do have to shape we have to shape a Christian worldview for our children and that even includes their relationships. Um, it includes sex, it includes marriage, yeah. it includes all those things. And if we don't, we're just going to perpetuate the same thing well, the, we've seen the, happen. The divorce yeah. rate in the church is the same as in the world and so is the abortion rate yeah that's what i just heard on a podcast the other day <laughs> Which i don't, know, I don't know how me. true that is with about the abortion but if that's I true can. like that's you know yeah. what are we what are we what are we missing here when i wonder if i wonder if i have no this is just me wondering i wonder if one of the reasons that it is so high is the shame factor for the teenager who did have sex before they got married oh, yeah. and then get pregnant and then can't go to their parent to tell them because their parent has only ever told them that sex is bad and they've never cultivated an environment where it's like, when you feel this way, you can come talk to me. Hmm. You can like, and we can like, 
but because it's been that's bad, don't do it. They don't. And I know concept of what safe sex was. Not saying, I, you know what I mean? Like, well, sure. I yeah, mean, I, mean, I, I personally think kids should know about that, even though we're teaching them not to do it. They should know what the safe version is. They're supposed to be teaching that in school. The but, safe I mean, version is none, Justin. Man, I'm just, I know what you're saying. How's I know, that I'm, just yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I think that that's, uh, all those things are reality. So all that to say is it's going to be a dope series. We got a lot of things churning. Yeah. So, um, hey, maybe next week we should eat sushi. Don't do not me. threaten me <laughs> with yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle said we set the budget. We can do whatever we want. So, uh, no, yeah, we'll, uh, maybe we'll see sushi what happens. Sushi sex subtitles. Yeah. I know the manager at Wacko. He can get us outside table. Ooh. Is that how it's pronounced? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wacko. Why is that the name? I have no clue. I haven't I been there in a while, but I was thinking about it the other day. I was there Saturday. I've not been in a while. I was I'm like, here for mm, it. That sounds good. Maybe uh, we need to maybe uh, we set that up. <laughs> I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'll make a call. Not All right. Can't be. Ne- oh, no. can't be next week. That's right. It's got to be uh, a different week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, what we should do is uh, we could go tomorrow for lunch. As a staff, because it's Nate's birthday. We'll just go record the podcast tomorrow. Yeah. When was your birthday? Same as your son's birthday. Oh yeah, but I was off, so I can't help you with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll celebrate Kyle and Nate. Yeah. Yay! Yay! We'll do it at Wacko. and film next week's podcast at the same time. Wow! I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, it's a good series. I'm looking forward to the. Rest. How many more? I mean, we're we doing four or five. Or we got, this is six six weeks. Six, six weeker. Yeah, that's why I made the bumper yeah. as short as possible. Yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like the same thing over and over. This uh, this coming up week's message is he doesn't look a thing like Jesus. Yeah, mm. that's gonna be a fun one. So uh, fun yeah, I almost tried to get the the team to do the killer song when you were young uh, live, but the killers, the killers, yeah, is the. The he song doesn't look about. a thing like Jesus, but he I don't talks know like a gentleman. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah, if you heard it, you do. It was on oh, okay. Guitar Hero. Like, yeah. it's, on, it's been on everything. Hold on, I'll show TK you. TK101 played it out the wazoo. I don't know that song. Then he started singing it. I was like, TK101 played it? A lot. When it first came out. I don't know that I was a big fan of the Killers, though. No, as soon as I played the song, you'll be like, ah. This is like one of their big hits. It was like, I think it was probably their biggest song. My bad. That's an ad. Don't trust YouTube. Uh, yeah, no, it's. Mm. Hold on, I got you. I got you right here. <laughs> You've heard this song. There ain't no way you haven't. Nothing yet. Really? How do you not know this song? I listen to good music. Your mm. on some beautiful Bro. boy too. Yeah. I'm gonna kill this song. Yeah, yeah, we could. How much time do you have between now and Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he talks like a. Je- you never heard this song? Not ringing the bell. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good song. Great song. I don't know about that. It's a really good song. You check it out. Nah. I know you've heard it already, but you can hear it again so you can be more familiar with it. But anyways, yeah. So that's the, the title for Sunday. He doesn't look at thing like Jesus. And the whole idea is going to be what what do we do 
when we are settling for someone that we know isn't the right person, but we're so desperate that we want a relationship. And then we're going to create clarity for what there's one attribute. I'm not going to give it to you now. You got to come Sunday. There's one attribute that every woman needs to have to be, to be a, um, a wife to be ready for a significant relationship. And there's one attribute every man needs to have to be ready for a significant relationship. And so we're gonna show women, if the man doesn't have this, just move out of the way. And we're gonna show men, if the woman doesn't have this, move out of the way. Can't give that to you now. Or we're what if they're already married? Then uh, that's what part of the conversation is. You need to you need to learn how to develop this attribute because uh. if you don't have this, you have to get it. And this, if you don't have it, this is probably the reason why things aren't working well for you right now. Well, there you go. So it's coming Sunday. All right, then. all right, Justin. Yep. Tell them where they can find information about transformationchurch.com or all the socials. Transformation Pensacola at Transformation Pensacola. All right, that's Vince. fun. Good to have you. <laughs> good to be here. John. Yeah. And eat. Yeah. Chuck and John. Chuck and John, good to have you. Cool. Kyle, behind the scenes. You made an appearance on the podcast today. People know you. Justin, as always. As always. And uh, we'll see. Maybe some sushi will pop up next Maybe. week. We'll see what happens. Here, I'll catch you guys next week for another sermon, another message recap podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Something like that.